join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. Anthony Camino, welcome, welcome, sir. Thank you for for uh, uh, coming on the show and joining me in this craziness. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, we just agreed that we'd go hard in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 agreed that uh, nothing's off limits, and we have fun. And you know what? That's goddamn it. We're gonna have fun. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, but first, uh, first and foremost, um, and it, <laughs> first and foremost, I do want to say, um, yeah, I, I do want to apologize for everything that um, was said um, about you and and um, in, in your crew. Um, and this was shit. God damn, I think it was a year ago. <laughs> I want to say it was like a year already. It's been it's been about six months, seven months, something. Like six that. or seven. Okay, so my well, forgive my brain, but uh, it's a, it's uh, okay. no, no, it, and and I do want to apologize to everybody, and and um, you know, I I was I was led down a certain path, and there seemed to be something else behind all of it, and really and truly, I just uh, I, after after all said and done, when you did uh, uh, Cody's hot seat after that episode. <laughs> I, uh, it, dude, that was such a mess, by the way. I, I just want to, <laughs> I, I, I loved it. And, and I, I, I love, I love Cody. I love Cribble Cody. He knows that. Um, and, um, it, it was so messed up because it, the, the phone, like, we're, we're little. So, like, you're calling <laughs> into fucking Skype. So you can't stay like you're trying to have a conversation with someone and then it just like <laughs> it cuts it off. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? I, I I was trying to say, and it just went. And you know what? Whatever. I mean, but it was such like, um, and and I feel bad because I was part of the fucking dog piling. You know what I'm <laughs> accusing other people of? Because really and truly, all you were trying to do was make a movie, and you got accused of a lot of stuff that you didn't do. And um, you know, um, I, I I'm just I, I'm glad to see that you're still moving forward with everything that you're doing with your independent films, your, your, uh, fan films and everything, which we'll touch on. But, uh, yeah, man, I just want to let that be known, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, just, yeah. For the record, I don't steal people's money. Or, uh... <laughs> well, you, you know what, Anthony, I, I will say this, look, mm -hmm. I, it, we're ignorant to the fact I, I, I don't know. know, like half the other people that don't know that do, uh, give funds to these, um, you know, projects, we don't know the stipulations, I guess you could say of like what happens behind the scenes of that. We just yeah. see people like, you know, Hey, you know, you get this perk, this perk, this perk. Mm. And then, and, and we don't know really. And I'll, I'll claim ignorance right here. And you know, now that I don't know what happens. Like, do you, when you reach a certain goal, I mean, does it, 
does it def- like does it go into that 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 bucket and then say the extended goal you know what i mean like the extended tiers like oh this is our going to be say you're going to go for five grand extra and that's like the extended part like what i mean if if you want i mean just enlighten me a little bit because i i'm ignorant to it i don't i have no idea because i never ran a successful you know indiegogo so the way it works is you can set a goal and it can be a, a definitive goal so either you reach that amount and you get the full amount or uh, you don't and you don't get anything or you can do what I did was a flexible goal. So say your, your goal is uh, $10,000, like, you know, for example, and you only raised $5,000. Well, you would still get that $5,000 minus a small fee that Indiegogo takes. Okay. So as far as perks, um, here's here's the thing that most people don't see is when... When you buy something or donate money for a perk, let's say, uh, for example, you donate $100 and you get an associate producer credit. Um, There's an option on my end to either lock that in so that you can't ask for a refund. And that is pretty much saying that I already fulfilled the, the promise. I gave you that credit. Or you can leave it kind of open. And so if somebody comes along and they want to get a refund, they can re request that you can give it to them that's also kind of indiegogo's uh net safety net so it's like they they have that hundred dollars locked in so that they can take a piece of that but um i never locked anything in so whenever somebody asked me for a refund they just send a request and then indiegogo actually sent them the money automatically oh okay Uh, yeah that's what happened with most of the people that uh ask for refunds from me the other people i just went in and just submitted the refunds for them a lot of people didn't even ask for a refund i just submitted the refunds because we weren't going to move forward with the indiegogo at that point i got you and and uh i guess uh, with the projects that you were doing i mean it didn't it didn't help with uh (laughs) it seemed like you were against the world it really did (laughs) like i i I really do think back about it and, yeah. and all this shit <laughs> went down. It was like, yeah. first, you know, for real, man. I mean, it was like you against the the rest of the indie community because some things were being said about you, and uh, a lot of people, including myself, kind of uh, fell into that trap. And um, I just, I, I just want to know how you know other people because I know um, my, me myself, I, I, I try not to fall in those those pitfalls again i just want people not to fall in those again and i think it's uh it's it's who you're listening to you know even though they've been in this for a long time um they're using it as their own uh chess game they're using it as their own pawn you know what i mean i mean tell if you disagree tell me because i that's how i see it i just see it as there's some uh personal gain from it uh like on an emotional level you know, there's some sort of attention that they get from it or it makes them feel like they've contributed in a bigger way than they actually maybe have in some cases. Um, yeah. And I mean, I fell into it, too. Like I was telling you off air, like they came to me and they said things about other people and I'd go live and I'd say, oh, this person's horrible. And then the more I looked into it, the more I was like, wait a second, is that <laughs> actually is that really what happened? And so when it happened to me. I had people that I thought I was close with, you know, there were people that I would talk to every day. All of a sudden I'm looking on some 
group chat on Facebook and they're commenting, leaving comments saying, oh yeah, I found out about him a long time ago. And I'm like, wait, we were best friends yesterday. You were congratulating me on this thing. And now today, (laughs) (laughs) it's just, uh, just one of those things. I don't know. I think it's, uh, um, it probably gets, I think it gets worse the farther up you climb in the ladder. Um, so, so some people might think it gets, it would get easier because you, you just, you have more money or you have more access and more resources or um, you have the union backing you. But I think in a lot of ways it actually gets worse. And I don't think people realize how bad it probably gets, but yeah, that's my, uh, my take on it. <laughs> no, no. And, and that's a, that's a very good take on it. But what I what I see, especially what's <laughs> and I will touch on I, I, I don't care. Um, I will touch on it a little bit because there are some people that were uh, that have been involved in all this for a long, long time. And they've kind of ingrained themselves into it. And these people don't have a lot of money. We know that. But they have they have some sort of influence. And um, they're. I think they use it as a weapon, especially if they felt like someone did them wrong. So they start using it as a weapon. And um, right now that's happening with us at uh, Rabbit and Red um, just because we disagree with something. But mm-hmm. also d- just seeing, you know, having questions. I'm sorry. I, I, I ask questions and and I think that's healthy to do that. Um. Yeah, sometimes it gets you in trouble, but yet it I think it's valid in certain areas. Especially with 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 different projects that are coming out and that have come out that you see that maybe it's not what it I guess they that you think it should be. Of course, granted we're not filmmakers or anything and we don't see that side of it, but I I think with with a, a large budget some some things probably should come out a little bit better than they did. I don't okay. know. What, what do you uh, your rebuttal, please? I mean, if I'm wrong, tell me. I mean, well, first of all, let's start by saying, uh, just reminding everybody in the audience because it's been a while. I spent a lot of time promoting the Sawyer Massacre. I mean, that's the elephant in the room. We're talking about the Sawyer Massacre, right? Well, uh, pretty much, yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, and, uh, along those lines, I mean, there's another uh, big project out there. It's not just it's not just the Sawyer Massacre, which again, I think Steve for coming on and him speaking his truth or whatever. But uh, yeah, but go ahead. Yes, well, there's other projects out there that are are getting these big budgets. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, if, well, first of all, I just wanted to say, so it doesn't seem like I'm just trashing on the Sawyer Massacre. I'm here to yeah. talk on. So, like, I spent a lot of time promoting the Sawyer Massacre. I mean, whenever Steve had a live chat, I went on live with him twice. Um, yeah, you uh, did. Yeah, I'm an associate producer on the Sawyer Massacre. I have that credit. I donated money. I was on uh, Merlo's Movie Massacre. We did a review of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that Netflix put out. Um, I went on Haunt Chat Live with Mike Ross, and we promoted the Sawyer Massacre together. Steve Merlo was live. Um, I went on the radio a couple days before the Sawyer Massacre came out on uh, Attitude Live Monday night on Ken's FM. 
and uh, promoted the the release of the Sawyer Massacre. So I did a, I mean, I was live almost every night on Facebook at one point for a couple months, just, hey, Batman this and Sawyer Massacre that and Flower City Butcher and yeah. know, whatever movie I was promoting. So I spent a lot of time promoting. A lot of people might not remember this or might not know this, but I actually auditioned for the Sawyer Massacre. So I was... Uh, oh, man, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, Steve's... This is what Steve told me, okay? Just this is what Steve told me. He was his uh, third pick. <laughs> so, it's not, as, <laughs> not as not as first or second. And I've always been honest about this, and just you know, yeah, putting it out there. Um, I was his third pick for the the role that ultimately went to uh, Briley Michael Bell. Okay. And so um, it, it's the character of Gene in the movie. I ultimately, didn't get the part. The point is that I was familiar with what was going on with the movie to an extent. I wasn't on uh, wasn't on set with them. Uh, Steve invited me down to Texas to, to play a small role at, at one point. Uh, I don't know if he's talked about this, but he was supposed to have uh, like protesters in the movie or something like that that didn't ultimately make it in the film. But uh, there was some kind of background extra or small part he wanted me to have. He said, you know, I'll give you a, a small line or something like that. Uh, ultimately didn't do it, but the point is that I really cared about the film. Uh, I donated, did everything I could on my end. Um, so <clears throat> as far, I guess to answer your question, uh, you know, should some of these movies uh, look better, be better, feel better? I think it's, it's subjective. It's, you know, based on opinion, how much can you actually get done with the amount of money that you have? Yeah. Um, if, you know, it's, is the glass, you know, half full, half empty sometimes, you know? <laughs> no, I, I get that. Yeah. For, for for me, thirty thousand dollars is a solid chunk of change. I think that's publicly publicly what Steve said that he was using for the the Sawyer massacre. True. Um, Steve says for the uh, the amount of work that he was looking to do, he would have felt a lot com a lot more comfortable with a hundred thousand dollars. So I think it's for for maybe an individual basis. Like I can I can look at the the movie and and give pros and cons. Some of the pros would be I'm glad they finished the film. It seems like they had a good time. Um, it helped get some of the actors' names out there a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, and it you know it it brought Steve's name out into the uh, the movie making world a little bit more than it was. Um, he got to make the movie that he wanted to make. Nobody told him how to make it or what to do. So I, I think there's some you know some things about it that are good. Uh, if I can give my opinion without getting stomped on and give uh, no. <laughs> careful now, I can, I can look at it, you know, and, and I, I hate to say I'm giving a review. It's just an opinion. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and, right, and, and uh, let's just clarify you, you are actually an aspire. Yeah. I mean, you, you are trying to create multiple projects and you are right. writing and directing. So, I, I guess your opinion matters more than than our resident uh, uh, cripple Mike. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> and, <laughs> right, and uh, so so in my own opinion, if Steve came to me and he was like, "Hey, you know, as you know, from one person to the other, how you know, what do you think on a technical level?" I would yeah. say uh, the image in a lot of scenes looked overexposed, which was probably an issue between filming and post production. It could have been during color grading process, or it, the the image just seemed overexposed there's too much light on the actors yeah uh, so i think the color grading could have been different could have been an issue with lighting uh the audio had some issues in some scenes uh there were a couple camera angles that were questionable 
Uh, there were some scenes where they end, and then the next time we see the characters, it didn't really fit the way I would hope for it to fit. Um, I think the ending of the film was a little uh, interesting. You know, there's, uh, I don't know if you've, have you, did you watch it? No, I plan on it. Um, and I, I told him I would, so I'm a man of my word, so I will. Um, but yeah, not before we've done this show. So I still mm-hmm. get to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, uh, the ending wouldn't have been the way I would have taken it, <laughs> but it's yeah. his film. So I guess, hey. you know, he can do whatever he wants. Uh, well, he, he even said he took some artistic liberties with some things too, which I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of looking it over, uh, and, and seeing, seeing for myself and, yeah. um, and, and, and I did tell him, yeah, I, I apologize if I say anything on Near Do Well. Near, Near Do Well is the other podcast I have on the network. I mean, it's just me and my buddies, and we're just we're drinking, having a good time, just bullshitting. Uh, but I told him if I said anything that offended him, I, I do apologize for that. Um, but as, uh, as far as anything else, things have gotten taken down because, uh, you know, he, he and I've talked to my camp, you know, and they're like, yeah, that was kind of uh, – you know, kind of wrong for that to be there. And of course I, I have some control, but not full. <laughs> so I, I told him, look, dude, you can use the clip, but just change the fucking moniker on it or whatever you want to call it, the title. Just change the title of it, please. That's, that's the main gripe. And he's like, okay. So he did it. Um, but you know, all, all that said and done, you know, I, I think that's what people are really concerned about sometimes is, you know, what am I putting my money into? And I and I've said this before on other uh, on I think it was uh, near do wells. I actually said this and I said it before. There's some there's some projects I put my money into and, um, you know, I didn't get anything out of it. It, it was like um, one of them. The movie was already on Tubi. My one of my uh, my one of my friends said, hey, have you seen this movie? I said, what the fuck? Is it already out? And they're like, yeah. And I was so pissed. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was supposed to get something out of this, like, beforehand. And and then there was another one that I, I bought a special edition uh, DVD. It was a grindhouse version of the DVD. And I never got, I've still yet to see it, my friend. Right. I, I, it's already on Tubi. It's already out everywhere. And I have not seen anything from it. And I'm like, and, and, and granted, I get it, man. Things are are tough. Some sometimes it's hard to keep track of stuff. But if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go big, right? At, at least have someone in your corner in your camp that, like, hey, I know there's a lot to do, but can you please be the one in charge of making sure everybody gets what they paid in for? Yeah. I, and, and, and you know, I'm I'm human. I get it. Things get forgotten. Things or whatever. But again, I'm on this side of the fence, so I don't see the background stuff. Like, what does Indiegogo have where, like, Aaron Poe bought, you know, say, like, the Flower City Butcher uh, Special Grindhouse Edition. Is my name not in there? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's you, but I'm saying just for example, right. like, it, does, does it give you a list or do you have to keep that, uh, keep those tabs yourself? it'll tell you everything that everybody bought. So it was, it's very easy for me to go in and see, okay, Aaron bought a special edition flower city butcher, Blu-ray. And so then I, I, that's what's owed to him. And I have to send it to him, get it made, send it to him. And then uh, you would go into Tindy go, go and just 
there's a, a button that you can press to switch it over is it's uh it's been fulfilled so it, it should be it should be relatively easy <laughs> i don't know, <laughs> I don't know and, and, and you know i and i don't want to be an asshole but i'm just like okay I, I i believed in your project enough to like hey this is cool right. this looks cool this is something that appeals to my eye, so I'm going to go ahead and buy into this the the project. I won't mention the names or anything because I've already been messaging this person, which I've yet to got any response from. But I, I don't want to cramp their style in any way. But also, I, I I guess if I could get something like, "Hey, man, I I fucked up," like I I bit off more than I can chew. Um, you know what? The next campaign I do, um, I'll give you a little discount for, um, uh, or uh, you know what? My bad. I'll send. A, I'll, I'll hang up. You see the posters behind me? I'll put it in a frame. I don't care. Like the the reason I went into it is to to help you out, but also, hey, this looks pretty cool. But if you can rectify that and say, hey, here's a poster. Sorry about that. I fucked up. We're all human. I get it. And and things get hectic, especially. Uh, and you would know more than me, especially on trying to get everything together and then get the casting and get the film and and the locations and all this shit. I mean, it, it's got to be. I, I, I mean, I tip my hat to you guys because y'all are tackling a big deal. <laughs> you know, it's like a big deal to get this done. Yeah, there's there's a lot to it. Um, yeah, as far as fulfilling perks is always something that would be important to me. So I, I don't know if you remember this, but there was another film that um, the, the person seemingly didn't really go along with it. I don't know if it'll end up getting made or not. I don't really want to throw it out there just in case, yeah. you know, they end up doing something. But at one point it didn't look like it was going to get made and people paid for all these producer credits. And so I just offered credit, a credit on my film to anybody that paid for it credit on this other guy's film and didn't get it uh -huh. yeah i gave them a uh, credit on batman so anybody that sees this we end up making a movie in the future if you feel like it i promised you a credit you can still <laughs> still there cash in on that i'll give it to you so there you go no i and that's that's really that that's really generous of you and 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 trying to pick up that that slack a little bit that and unfortunately it's a, a lot of projects that fall under that. And uh, I mean, I, it doesn't, it doesn't really sour me too much. The thing that sours me is there's certain people that are in this realm that, that I don't think should be because once you, once you voice something, they make it about themselves and it, that's not what it's about. It's about, it's about the project. It really is. It's about the project. It, it's if if you are in in like I said, man, I want you to fucking tell me you're fucking dead wrong. But this is my this is my train of thought yeah, is that yeah. if you're gonna put your name out there and say, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. I, I'm gonna help you, Anthony. I'm gonna get this project out here. I'm gonna get it out there. I'm gonna talk to people. I'm gonna share whatever you put out there. I'm gonna share your poster. Blah 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 blah. Right. Right. And then someone says. Anthony Camino is a piece of shit, and then they fucking just jump on him like a rabid wolf, right? And it's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, you know, it that's one person, that's one person. Why are you doing this? Like, that, that to me, 
because here, <laughs> this is how I think is like, if someone t- calls me a piece of shit or calls me whatever fucking name I've been called by worse by better, you know what I mean? But I'll, I'll be like, well, fuck it. I think that would turn people off if I were to go right back at them and say, ah, fuck you. You don't know what I do. And then who cares? No, <laughs> like that. that's why they did it. They, they wanted to get your goat a little bit, but I don't know. What do you think about that statement? Well, I think the people that were jumping on me did it for fame and money. You know, it's uh, <laughs> donate, donate to my project. Don't forget about me. I have this upcoming movie I'm starring yeah. in. I'm a makeup artist. I'm a cinematographer. I'm working on this film. Take money away from his film. Donate toward my film. Yeah. And ultimately, it just went, <laughs> the whole thing was a disaster for it me was. for a lot of other people that were uh, supposed to be in the films that I was making. And we had, I thought we had something decent going something promising and then all of a sudden it's like oh uh, i forgot i literally somebody somebody said uh oh i just uh i overbooked and i have these other projects i have to work on and like me and my friends are gonna go work on those projects and they're like okay well you go work on those projects and i mean don't <laughs> good luck but i'll never work with you again like, yeah because <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> i mean that's that's crazy though the whole thing was just crazy to me and here's here's this must be i don't understand how this this isn't embarrassing when you say if i go to you and i say i'm endorsing aaron and aaron's project yes and then a month goes by i've been promoting the whole time then i say oh it turns out aaron's a bad guy screw aaron he's this that the next thing okay actually you should take your money away from Aaron and give it to this other guy. Then I promote that guy for a month. And then after, at the end of that month, I go, Oh, you know what? I was wrong about that guy too. He's this, that, and, this. and then that's no, I see what it, 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 it <laughs> trust. I, I mean, it, <laughs> fool me once is kind of what I say. You right, fool me once. And I, can't, and I can't count the times that I was fooled on one hand because it was this director then this one, then this one, then this one, then this one, then this, then everybody from their cast, then this person, then this person, and it just kept going. And that's not even ex- an exaggeration. I put names out before, and then I started feeling bad because it's like they were dragged through the mud by these other people. Now I keep mentioning them. It's just I feel like I'm dragging them through the mud all over again when I'm trying to sort of save them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you, it's it's really easy to fall into that. And, and yeah. It, and I, I've like I said, I fell into it a little bit and I was like, but then I started seeing a pattern, you know, I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? What, what is, what is going on here? Because now we're, we're, we're saying this guy's a piece of shit, but then we're going to go to this lady or this guy and say they're King or queen. And then no, now they're a piece of shit. Right. Go to this person, right? Anthony, let's go to this person. No, this person's golden. Wait a minute. Now, now they're a piece of shit. We're going to go to this person or we're going to make it about ourselves. And it's like, when are we, uh, there is, I think there, and (laughs) there, there is a, there's a, there's a virus. And and the only way to get rid of this virus is just (laughs) get rid of it all together. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I tried, I tried telling people they didn't want to listen to me. I, I, well, because I was, you were already, you were already labeled. Already in the dirt. I know I was already in the dirt. You were already labeled. And I, and I think back on it, I'm like, man, I'm looking, like what? Like I, I yeah. thought we were past this, but then, but then um, let's, let's take the, the equation of, of promoting out of it. 
and then it goes to personal stuff and yeah. then it's like yeah, yeah this person's not as much as on level as i thought they were and you can you can see that i mean there are people that uh <laughs> I, I just you know, people sent me messages and they're like you know we saw you put this thing on your your profile and everybody was congr congratulating you and then the, yeah. ver the very next day these people are talking about you and it's like there's there's got to be some kind of connection to it and there is <laughs> there is no there is and, and yeah. you know um and i told mike this there's got to be a moment to where you stop trying to destroy everything around you to where you have you had so many people on your side now no one's on your side maybe you need to look in the mirror and mm -hmm. see the real enemy right because that I, I think that's what makes um us human is to realize the errors of our ways and kind of like shit you know maybe, maybe i'm the fucking problem <laughs> like yeah maybe, well that's it, you know sorry yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I was I was gonna say that's part of it too because you're with these, you know, you're with these people. You're they're supposed to be your friends, and then they yeah. they're, they're doing this thing, and then you end up losing yourself, and you start becoming a different person, and then you start looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, "Wait a second, what happened? Like a couple months ago, I was I was just doing this stuff, but now I seem like completely different, <laughs> and I'm talking to these other people, and now I'm now I'm on Facebook talking about this other group, and it's like." you have to kind of figure it out and come back together. So it's like, that wasn't really who I wanted to be. And so I had to yeah. sna snap out of it at one point and say like, wait a second, this isn't really my goal. My goal is to make movies and to help people and to make art. And I don't, and, I don't have and, any interest in this weird sort of I, uh, <laughs> black it, hole. It, it, you're oh man, you hit that shit on the head. It was like, it was yeah. like, I saw you, you went, you went from like going back at the, at, at this, at this group. And then you were like, you know what? Bygones be bygones. I'm going to try. Yeah. And it was like, uh, they keep pulling me back in. Like, they're just like, mm, I'm going to hit him because I know he's a guy that is going to, he has integrity and I'm going to fuck with him. And I know that I can fuck with him in this way. So I'm going to fuck with him to make him hang himself and it's like i saw that and i felt bad i was like holy shit what the fuck and i was just sitting back like what the fuck is going on here and then i tried and and, and these people tried to sucker me into uh going against some other people mm -hmm. and i'm like well what are we doing like what yeah. is this like i don't understand and then i would read the comments of this person i'm like eh it's kind of valid i mean that's his opinion or her opinion like, why are we going after this part? Well, because they're horrible people. And it's like, but you were just promoting their shit like a week ago. Now they're pieces of shit. And then I saw that happen. And now it's transitioned into, and I, and granted, I deserve it. It transitioned to me now because I'm like, I don't agree with this. What the fuck is going on? Like, you know, Michael J, say what you want about the guy. But I talk to him almost every other day. He's very giving. He's a, he's, he's a fucking teddy bear. Okay? He, that's what he is. And he says shit. Maybe people don't like it. But he says shit. And, but he, at deep down, he's a good guy. And he's done above and beyond for certain people. And um, there's a reason I don't mention you by name. Uh, I, I just want to put that out there. 
there's a reason I don't mention names because for me to mention your name, that means I respect you. So for this person to turn against him and, and, and do all this, you know, after, after Michael has done so much and, and given so many chances, mm-hmm. maybe it's time for that person to look in the mirror. Maybe that's the problem. It's not uh, everybody else because everybody else sees the problem and they try to correct it. Right. So I, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm really trying to give, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're not here live. And because, you know, they, I think they do. Honestly, I just think that they have things to work on like sincerely. And there were, there were a couple times where that maybe the person that you're thinking of, went off the rails and people were really mad at him. And I went live on promoting this movie. People are tuning in and the people, some of the people that he was talking, saying really nasty things about that didn't deserve it are watching me live. And then I have that person come on Facebook live with me. And though you could see those people tune out and then they send a message and they say, we tuned out because this guy was on with you. And beforehand I said, you know, Hey, you know, come on live. I know nobody's expecting it. Just, come on, we'll just talk about movies. We won't talk about anything that exactly. has to do with nothing negative. Just come on. Yeah. Let's promote the films. You can plug whatever you want to. We'll just have a good time. Try to smooth it over. And I mean, even after, you know, Cody's hot seat and all that, I've <laughs> never, I've never gone online and you know, we weren't, we're Facebook friends now, but we weren't for a while. But during that time, I never, I never went online and, made a video and said this, that, and the next thing about either of those people. And there's probably a new video about me, you know, once a month or twice a month or whatever. <laughs> it's like, where, where is it even coming from? You know, I was working all summer. I haven't done. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I, I've been living. Well, and that's, I, I think a lot of people, um, and granted that uh, maybe, maybe real life isn't that great and they live online, but you know, I try not to live online. I, I myself, I don't know about you, but I I like give myself a little break. Like on Saturday and Sunday, I'm really not active online. Like I really am not. Like I just kind of like, let's (laughs) let's step back and do a a, a little refresher and recharge myself. Because, you know, this might look easy what we do, you know, talking and everything. But a lot of people don't do it because it it really is tasking. And, And for you to be a creator as well doing all this stuff and looking at screens all the time and trying to promote and trying to do this and that it really does. It takes a mental toll on you and you got to step away, man. It's just like, don't let it consume you because then it'll be, then you, you are a person online and you don't exist anywhere else. Right. Yeah. No, I took, I mean, over the past five or six months, I was barely on Facebook at all. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I went from, uh, I had around 5,000 friends at one point on Facebook. And now I have like, if you check, I have like 300. I just sat there for, for one day and went from profile to profile. I've done that. Friend, unfriend, unfriend. I have done that a million times. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it, it, I get you. No, I've done the same thing. Yeah. It was just, uh, it gets to you. And not, I mean, if I'm promoting movies, I'll be on more because I'm trying to network and promote and get the, yeah. the, the campaign out there. But beyond that, I'm not really, you know, now I think I'm more focused than I was before, even just because I, you know, I, because I fell into this crap. Now I'm kind of like, okay, well, I'll avoid that and avoid. Well, you learn. That place. <laughs> you, right? Hey, right. we're all learning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, even I, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, 
you know, I'm older and you think I would know better, but I'm still learning too. I mean, it, as long as you learn from it, I think that that makes all the difference in the world. As long as you learn from it and don't fall in the same pitfalls because that it's just too easy to do. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it right. just is, but, right. um, I'll, I'll do one more thing and we're going to talk about your projects and fuck all this, but I do have a video for you. <laughs> okay. I have a video for you from Michael J. <laughs> and I'm you. But it's an apology video. It's not like calling you nothing, but it's a. <laughs> I just wanted to take a second to apologize to you as well. I know um, Aaron was uh, was going to do that, but I figured I would as well. Um, I am sorry. I had listened to um, mentally unstable uh, link sharers instead of uh you know listening to you and i am sorry for that i uh, i deeply apologize and i hope that we can uh, talk at some point soon thank you and again i'm sorry <laughs> that was that was really nice of him uh his words about the link share is not mine <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I appreciate that, uh, Mike. I'm sure he'll see this or hear about it. Um, yeah, you know, he I, will. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, he. he now, like I said, he's a he's a good guy, man. He's he he uh, he he loses his way sometimes too, and we all have. I mean, but like, like you said, you fell in the same pitfalls and everything. And it, you know what? Really and truly, that's that's why the that's why my this little show I do exist because I want, I want to talk to the people. I want to see where they're coming from. I want them to come out here and, and, you know, even my little, my little stupid rant video I did, you know, I, I, I invite people to come on and, and tell me I'm wrong. I want to, <laughs> like I said, I want to be wrong. Like, like, no, you're wrong about this. And I, I and it's not a confrontational thing. It, it's more of a, like, let's talk this shit out, you know? Right. And, to um, come to some sort of common ground kind of thing, because I think a lot of things get lost in translation, especially with all the texting and everything. I don't know. I mean, uh, am I wrong on that? <laughs> Just let me, because that's how I feel. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's hard to tell the tone. And I think you, I think I heard you saying that talking about that with Steve, it's kind of hard to tell the tone in text sometimes, but it is. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. I mean, it, and, uh, and and like I said, we're all human, and I'm, I'm guilty of shit, and I get shit wrong, and I, I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm not because that just makes me human. I fuck up, I, I mess up, I've said wrong things and things that I've regretted in my life, and and I, I just you know the best way I can do is just throw it out there, and, and if I can make it right, cool. And like I told you in the text, I, I don't uh, you know I did not. I did not expect any response from you whatsoever. I'll, I, I probably, in my mind, I saw you read my text like "fuck this guy." <laughs> like this no, guy. Yeah, no, um, I, don't, I don't do that. I, um, yeah, I'm pretty good about getting back to people, and I get what you no, mean. you were, you were, I, yeah, but no, I, I'm not you, like you, that. Well, you did more than I, I, I deserve, especially from all the shit that that uh, was caused. So, um, but anyway, let's let let's get into. <laughs> Let's get out of this realm. Let's get into what you're making. And 
I'm going to, I think I had, did I, I think we got too much into talking. Uh, let me see if I can download this overlay while you talk about, uh, flower, flower city butcher is, uh, something I'm very interested in, but uh, go ahead. Okay. Um, can I give a shout out quick? I meant to do it like do whatever you want. So do you? <laughs> I you, you mentioned him early, uh, earlier in the show and I meant to give him a shout out because I promised him I would, uh, Cody Corley, crippled Cody. He calls oh, himself that. Cody. I'm, I don't, yeah. I'm not calling him crippled Cody. <laughs> you know, that's what he told me to call him. Uh, but yeah, he's a great guy. He had my back for through all this crap, and it was it was sort of uh, sort of interesting because he, you know, he made a video with Mike talking about the films, and they said whatever they said about it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> interesting. And then I went on the show with him, and then you know we kept up with each other, and. You know, he's been a great supporter, and he asked me if I'd give him a shout-out, and I promised him I would. So, thank you, uh, Cody, Crippled Cody. Well, we, lo we, we love our little cripple. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, a, you know, he's he's funny, too, man. He posts, oh, he posts memes and things that I can't post. Like, I'll get oh, no. for that. <laughs> dude, he is the only, he's the only guy that gets away with half the shit that we could do on this network. It's like... What are you gonna say to him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see some of it, and I go, "Whoa!" And I'll, I'll, show it, I'll show it to the person I'm with, and I'll laugh, and it's like, "Man, I can't post that." <laughs> no, you know, uh, Cribble Cody, you, you know, and it was funny because he 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 sent me a text. He's like, um, or, or actually, Michael sent him sent me a text for him, and he's like, "Hey," <laughs> and. Again, sorry if anybody gets their feelings hurt. This is what he's called. This is what he does. Right, know, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, Cripple Cody wants you to create a uh, show art for... Um, hold on, let me do it like <laughs> let, let me do it like um, uh, the, uh, the The Cripple, um, um, he, he wants you to create some show art for him. And I'm like, okay, what is the show art? And he goes, it's for his hot seat, okay? And it's going to have Anthony Camino. Are you are you willing to do this? He understands if you don't. I said that motherfucker can ask me for anything. I will do it for him. I don't care. Like I will create whatever he wants me to create. So he knows this. Um, but it, it's just it he he's just um he's just he's he's a he's a character. He just is. And you know, he has the the crossing the stream show with Paul. He's yeah. doing great with that, and um, he also has his hot seat, which actually I think he he's like, I want to go, and, and he said, ask ask Poe if he'll do a show with me, and it's called Aaron's Cold Couch, and I want him to ask me all the hard-hitting questions. So that's coming. <laughs> that's what Cody, Cody wants you to ask him questions. He wants me to ask him questions. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll ask him questions. <laughs> uh but yeah he wants it but he he really you know whenever mike rebooted the uh you know red Rabbit and red radio network uh brand you know cody was there since pretty much i mean he he came in and they did shutter showdown and all this other stuff so i mean he's a you know he's he's a hard-working little guy so <laughs> and and i appreciate him everything he does for the network um, oh, let me show the poster real quick because we were talking about Flower City Butcher. Let's see. Uh, this is a, the this is the artwork I found online. Is this? Yeah, it's an old one. It's an old. That's an old flyer. one. Do you, yeah. do you have a newer one or or you're working on that? 
we've had a bunch of them honestly we've, <laughs> i think we i think we've done like six of them <laughs> you, you know i'll come up with a, a flyer and uh tom gibhart who's uh was a producer on it and he'll probably end up producing it too he uh he he does some artwork too so whenever i put something out he'll come up with like four variants of it or he'll yeah. come up with his own thing and then we're sharing <laughs> all these different posters but yeah that's uh that's an old one that i made um we've had some newer ones there's there's one with the mask which i have in a in a closet here actually on the shelf next to me oh you but, do yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i uh um, so yeah, the Flower City Butcher is a full uh, feature-length film, horror film that we'll be making in Rochester. It's uh, Rochester's nickname is the Flower City. So that's oh, okay. Flower City Butcher comes from, um, and we are going to be casting for that in the future, in the near future. I would imagine I could give you a couple names that'll probably be a part of it. Tom Gibhart would probably be a producer on it. Um, I believe Bill Smith is going to be in it. Bill Smith was in the burned over district clowns oh, of the yeah. woods. And he's, I mean, he's done like so many movies now that I can't, I can't even remember. <laughs> all of them, it's just a laundry list of movies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just meant to be my, uh, my own original story. Um, it's not borrowed from anywhere. I don't know how else to put it. So <laughs> well, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's just, uh, it'll be something in the works that, I'll, that what about, work. um, uh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, special effects. I mean, I know, I know, I know. You're probably like the rest of us. You love practical effects and stuff. Um, uh, special effects artists. Do you have anybody in mind, or are you just, uh, you just still shopping that around? I mean, I'm open to to bringing people on the project for sure. If there's somebody okay. that wants to help out with it, um, so I don't have to kind of mess with a lot of that stuff because <laughs> I'm, I'm, sort, I'm sort of like when it comes to a lot of that stuff i get the basics of it you know if i can make fake blood or come up with some prosthetics but if there's somebody that cares about it and really takes pride in it and if they want to be a part of the project then of course they're welcome to come come join us or if i can oh, yeah. you know see depending on how much money we can raise for it um you know maybe i can pay to have somebody on but you just have to have to go with the flow and see see what happens. <laughs> Shop around a little bit, I guess, and see see who wants to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. And then, um, goddamn man, <laughs> you got so much going on. Uh, the one that that really intrigued me was the. Uh, I, I know you you, <laughs> and again, here we go with the with with the fan films. I know Mike goes. A fan film, not a fan film, unless it's paid for the price of pizza. But know. we know that's silly, right? <laughs> uh, but um, you got the Batman. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, damn allergies. Um, the uh, the Killing Joke, which I'm glad you're still forging forward on that. I was very interested to see that that you were still going with that, and I I think that's that's a pretty neat idea. Um, I like the the animated uh, version of it. But you're doing a live action version, correct? Yeah, yeah. The Killing Joke's a pretty popular story. Um, Batman comic readers love that story. But yeah, it's 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 going to be a full feature length um, live action. So, so we have a couple projects first before we get to Batman. Yeah, so go ahead. Hit me up, man. <laughs> 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 so, Batman, so Batman will be a full a full feature length film. It's something that we're going to do in the future, um, live action, loosely based on the comic. 
So mm. we're taking some liberties with it. It won't be the exact same. Um, people think that I'm playing the Joker. That's half true. I'm playing a, a version of the Joker in the film. So I've been flirting with the idea and I've, I've talked to him a little bit, but it's always been, uh, you know, Terrifier 2 is blowing up right now, right? Oh, man. Great film. So before this movie came out, I was talking back and forth a little bit with David Howard Thornton because it's his dream to play the Joker. And so now I think maybe a shared vision would be David Howard Thornton playing the Joker if if the stars line up and if oh, we yeah. can come up with the money and if everything <laughs> falls into place, then that's what I want. I'm sure a lot of fans would like to see that. Um, so he actually did a horror convention like like I think you posted about that, but go ahead. I, I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he went to a horror convention like seven months ago and he he had somebody film him doing a monologue from the killing joke and we shared that online and people were interested in it and seemed to like it. <clears throat> seemed to get a good response, but now yeah. You know, he's a superstar. <laughs> no, no I, I mean, he's a star anyway. Before Terrifier 2 came out, everybody loves Art the Clown, and now they're familiar and becoming more familiar with him. So, you know, the last message I sent to him, I just said, look, like, hopefully you go out and you make, uh, you know, a million dollars with uh, Terrifier 3, and then hopefully you do some other great stuff. And then eventually, maybe, yeah. if, if I'm lucky, then we can... <laughs> still do this but you know he was kind of like yeah we'll see what happens and so i guess we'll see what happens you know if i don't want to be the guy that promises like you know all these, all these cool celebrities are gonna be in my movie but <laughs> yeah it's like well, if the stars yeah. align then that's what you know, i would hope I, for but. no i think that yeah I, I really think that would be awesome uh if you did get him and you know uh i mean that that's just something and it, it kind of i i think what it reminds me of is like the eighties, like mm -hmm. this is going to be like art. The clown to me is like the next Jason <laughs> Freddy Krueger. He, that, that just fell in line, like the stars yeah. aligned. And like after terror, uh, terrifier three and four, like after that, it's like, it's already a staple. Like that's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. And once you fall into that category, it's like you. It's like uh, I think I said on my last uh, show with Aaron Hawkins. It, it's like you you fell into like your tenure. You know what I mean? Like it's like everybody's gonna watch uh, Art the Clown, and I, I I actually urge people to watch Terrifier too because it, it, it's something. It, it's really it's really great how they did it. Um, Terrifier One is awesome too. I. I love that when I first saw it. I'm like, holy shit, this is something. This is yeah. not just some fly-by-night deal. This is actually a character, and I think that's what a lot of people aspire to do. And, uh, and you know, um, I think that's kind of like anybody, any filmmaker's dream is to have a character that they've created out of their mind to become something like that. And I think that would be awesome for you as well when you when you do Flower City Butcher and you finish it, that people fall in love with the character that you did. And for that to kind of, you know, and it, and it takes a while. People uh, people I talk to are like, part two, where's part one? I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? You've never seen part one? No. But everybody, like, the fucking view was talking about Terrifier 2. I mean, like, come on. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's... It, 
no, no, it's all right. I'm, it, it's the weather. <laughs> like I'm having change of weather over here too. And it's messing with me. But uh, no, I, I mean, that's just something interesting to see. And it's very, um, it's very heartwarming for me to see something like that come within this, this, you know, day and age when I didn't think there could be another uh, leather face or pinhead or whatever, you know what I mean? And, and I think art, the clown kind of falls into that, to that category now. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, David and uh, Damien is the director, Damien Leone. Yeah. And, um, you know, they seem like such great guys. Everybody loves them. And Art the Clown has, you know, be- become iconic. Like you said, he was on The View. He was on, he was, they were talking about him on Howard Stern and WWE. I know. And yeah, yeah. And so I, I hope I didn't just miss the boat on getting David. You know, he, he's, he's, pretty he's a pretty nice easygoing guy though he told me to to reach out to his agent at one point so i'm hoping maybe there's still some hope (laughs) there should be and i uh i actually um i had the i had the the privilege of of talking to him um this was i think this was around um we terrifier one had already come out and everything and this is before terrifier 2 i think it was around the time when he was about to film terrifier 2 but it was on a, a podcast from beneath shout out to my boys over there um but uh we got we got him on that show and it, he was just the nicest guy and i sent him a a, a message on facebook like i want to say like a month ago i'm like bro i know you're busy <laughs> like i know you're busy yeah, but yeah. is there any way that you could, you know, maybe come on? Um, I, I was trying to get him for Rabbit and Red, uh, the staple show with uh, um, with those folks over there and um, Dan and Lacey. And uh, he was like, I'm kind of busy. <laughs> like He's just like, and I was like, hey, I understand. Like, you do your thing. And he's like, maybe after a month when it slows down. So hopefully we get them on uh, this network to kind of talk to us a little bit, especially Dan and Lacey. They're doing a great job uh, with the, with the um, staple or the flagship show. But um, no, he's the nicest guy you could talk to. It was, it was really cool to talk to him and get his insight on like uh, the one question I asked him, I don't know if anybody ever asked him this. They probably had, but I was like, how did you come up with that scene where you're like in you're in the diner and the chicks look at you and you go like you're like that? And he's like, oh, from the New York subway. <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was I just laughed and he's like, yeah, there's there's some weird people on the subway, I guess. And like that's how he, you know, because uh, it, it came off as uh, it's creepy as shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they've done a great job with. Uh, Ter- uh, with Art the Clown, and he was. They made a short film called The Ninth Circle, and that that part of uh, uh, that short film is in oh, all, all Hallows Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it just grew from there. And I know the uh, the original actor is Mike. Um, friends with him on Facebook, Mike G- Gianali Gianali. Sorry if I <laughs> I mispronounced it, but uh, uh, I think he he just kind of got. Uh, a little restless with uh, with acting. I don't think he really wanted to be an actor, and you know, he was just yeah. somebody that was good friends with the director. And so, when, once they cast David, uh, you know, he, he took over the role and just made it his own, and he's he did. done a great job. So he did. But um, uh, what, what 
I know we're talking about your stuff too. <laughs> I don't want to just go off on terrified too. I know everybody's talked that to death, but yeah, well, <laughs> uh, but, with, with, you know, <laughs> understandably, right? Yeah. But um, no, the uh, the the Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, I get. I'm forgive me, man. I I saw like a little thing, and I can't remember. Uh, tell me about that fan film that you want to create with that. So that's one. Yeah. So I'll give you a uh, an insider scoop. So here's, here's the <laughs> the idea with Friday is to make it a short film, like maybe ten to thirty minutes, somewhere in that ballpark. Okay. So it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be a feature length film, but. The bigger idea is to make uh, a project called Halloween Forever. So it would be a Halloween fan film that would be about a half hour long. And then Friday would be sort, not really a tie-in, but like a sister project to that. And sort of uh, raise funds for them together. And so, for example, if you got a producer credit on Halloween, we would match the credit for Friday. So you'd get two credits for the price of one, that kind of thing. I got you. Well, no, that's that that's cool. I mean, and a lot of a lot of fan films. I mean, and, and like Michael said, I, I think a lot of fan films. If you go, I mean, there's like a dime a dozen on YouTube, right? But a lot of them that seem to do very well are like within the realm of like just under an hour. Yeah, and they yeah. do, and they and they've done pretty good. But um, no, I, I mean that's cool. I mean, every, everybody wants to. And even me, I mean, even, you know, young, young Aaron, when he, when I was watching, you know, Friday the 13th or Freddy, you know, a, a nightmare on Elm street, I was like, what if this happened or this happened? And I, I, I think it's a neat, um, idea. It, it really is like when you want to go for something, you're like, I want to do this with this character. I know it's not your character per se or whatever, but I, I think it's cool that you're doing this. And then you're also, you're going for your own brand, which is the, you know, you're going with the flower city butcher and I'm, really, I don't know what else you got in store in your head, but I, I, I think that's, that helps you out. And that gets the, I guess the creative juices kind of flowing a little bit and you're like, okay, I'm going to use this for this. And in this film, my original deal. So it's kind of the idea, you know, get Friday the 13th and Halloween down working people that I'm comfortable with so that once we actually go into production on the flower city butcher, it's, it's easier than working with somebody that, you know, you don't really have to lingo with, like, I want this shot. And, you know, you have yeah. kind of code names for things. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I mean, and it, and it works. I mean, I, I, I get where you're going with that. You kind of, Hey, let's do this. And it's yeah, and not to yeah. say it's a practice run, but I mean, kind of, but it's just kind of like, Hey, let's do this. And if we work together on this, then we'll do better on this, you know, and then you got your little crew and, yeah. and that's what it's all about. You, you get the people that pretty much are your community. Mm -hmm. And that's where I've seen a lot of independent directors really shine, you know, like the slasher 15 folks. I can't speak, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I can't say any more than they're awesome, but they have their little community and that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to build something and I, and I get it. You're going to, you're going to get more uh, people on board saying, Hey, I'm going to do this fan film. And then you start talking like, Hey, I got this original idea over here. Like, you know, but it's kind of getting your, I, I guess getting your uh, feet wet a little bit and then uh, proceeding with something else and then more original stuff come out. But I, I get it. 
Yeah, yeah. I just feel <clears throat> I feel like that's the best thing for me to do at this point. I mean, even even before I was trying to get something where it would be uh, the same same few people you'd see around each time. Like Anthony Creek is somebody that I keep attaching to my films. Uh, Bill Smith, yeah. Tom Gibhart, and so it's like you see the same few <clears throat> people, and so really I got that idea from another group uh, that's local here. Uh, some friends of mine are the the Coleman brothers. They made. Uh, Halloween Inferno and um, movie oh, coming okay. up called called the Burned Over District, and they're like a really talented tight group, and uh, they've done a oh. you know an amazing job. And so, I'm just trying to get my own version of that and sort of <clears throat> yeah. follow their footsteps a little bit if I can without uh, without treading too close to it. <laughs> <you know? laughs> no, I, um, that's what we all do. <laughs> I think that's what we all do. We kind of. We kind of, uh, you know, either watch or listen to people and we kind of want to do our own emulation, I guess, of it, you know, just like, okay, I want to do this and this is how I'm going to run my thing. And Mm -hmm. I mean, even with something as, you know, uh, small as what I do, you know, um, just talking and everything and and watching and learning, you know, um, because I I mean, dude, I grew up and and it's funny, but, you know, I when I were, I was real young, I would be working out at my, um, grandparents place, you know, where we'd be, you know, digging up weeds and shit and what they'd have on the radio. Uh, I would hear, um, Rush Limbaugh or I'd hear Paul Harvey, you know, and I always, you know, I would listen to what they had to say, you know, and at that time, um, (laughs) independence day came out. (laughs) It was brand new. Uh, (laughs) but, I always found that interesting and I I was like, Oh, okay. And then of course I found Howard Stern, you know, later in my teenage years and stuff. And I've always looked at the people like that. Yeah. And I think that's what attracted me to doing this kind of thing was I, I, I'm, I just like talking to people. <laughs> I just do. It, 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 it helps me, you know, with me, it's more therapeutic, but then it's also kind of like, you know, I, I, I enjoy it. I right. do. I, I enjoy talking to people and hearing their stories and whatever they have to say. And, and I, that's what, that's the realm I fell into. Yeah. That'd be cool to make a movie, but I, I don't think I have the, I, I just don't have the stomach for it. Or I just, I don't know if I could do it, but um, that's why I appreciate uh, people like yourself so much is that you go for it. And I, I really, I really admire that. It's really cool. Yeah, I keep trying. I'm resilient. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to. <laughs> you got to yeah. keep trying. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I I just um, you know I'm I'm used to uh, making music and being alone in a room for hours on end, <laughs> you know, night after night, and just working on a guitar track or trying to get vocals right or working on beats or whatever it is and there's something about it that I, I just enjoyed for so long. And, you know, I just wanted to, to move over and give movies a shot because I thought I could do, it's almost like the same kind of creative process where it's like, you're, it's like putting a puzzle together, Pretty you much. All, the, all the right pieces to get this picture. And that's how I see it. No, that's, <laughs> that's very well put <laughs> in my, I mean, that's my opinion. It's very well put. You're right. Put music in, and movies together, it is like a puzzle. And some people get frustrated with puzzles like myself and just fucking toss it off the table. <laughs> like a puzzle. Uh, 
but yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a love hate kind of thing, you know, with all that stuff. But I'm, I, like I said before, I am, I am glad to see you keep moving forward with all this stuff, despite everything that's happened. But, um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be in your corner, man. I, I really am. And, um, I, I, I want to see things, uh, come to completion with you, uh, as, um, you know, movie wise and everything. I think that's going to be a very good thing for you, especially you. with your original ideas. And, and I, I think you're a very creative guy and, um, Actually, you, you mentioned the music part. You want to, um, I guess you, you have a SoundCloud account, but I mean, what, I, I guess what, what brand of music or what, what, what genre do you, do you usually cover or do you just kind of do a wide variety of things? I, I'm not, I'm um, not familiar. I think the last, the last EP I put out was in 2019. Uh, that was like a pop rock kind of vibe, alternative rock, alternative pop rock, something like that. Uh, a couple of the songs from that will be featured in uh, a couple of indie movies. One is um, The Bleeding Dark by Jason Hawkins. And the other one is Cross Hollow from Jason Hawkins. So um, that's what that one was. I have a new one coming out. It's been done for like a, like two years now or something. So it's not brand new. To, yeah, it's not, it's not brand new to me, but it'll be brand new to the few people that listen to it. Uh, and it's sort of like an alternative uh alternative pop experimental pop edm influence some of the songs are have a little more rock to them you know i'm playing guitar in most of the tracks singing on all the tracks um playing the bass on half the tracks but i (laughs) yeah but i but i wrote everything so i sequenced the drums myself so i wrote all the drum parts wrote all the piano stuff all the synth stuff i created i had to create the sounds i'm picking all the notes note for note um i you know mix master record everything myself so it's fully produced by me everything is by me um so i'm not i don't think of myself as being very good but i always tried to look at people that were really good and i tried as hard as i could to do some of the stuff that they were doing and a lot of the people I looked up to just did everything themselves. So when I was younger, I was in bands and I would go to these studio studios and I would ask them to do something for me on one of the tracks and they would kind of, kind of do it, but not really do it the way I wanted them to. And it was, it would cost money to go to the studio. So I just, I took time and figured out how to record things myself and I just stay home and I actually have a, a metal song too that that'll be like a side project thing that I'll, I'll release and test the waters with, see if people like it. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, I kind of, I kind of switch around. I've done rap songs with people, so I'll make the beats for them. I've rapped on a couple songs. I'll put vocals in and pretend like it's not me. Uh, I've, I've done a lot of stuff. So yeah, I just love it. I play, you know, I play all the instruments at least on a basic level, but when I'm on the computer, I can write everything out and, um, sequence everything the way it should be and i can kind of take my time with it so as opposed to sitting there and uh, doing everything by hand it's kind of like click 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 so i yeah. pick pick the keys <laughs> that i want and then the computer plays it for me and it sounds better than it would have if i played so. <laughs> <laughs> you know and I, i'm 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 gonna show my age here real quick <laughs> but yeah. yeah but um i i think that it, it's very it's very neat to see how everything is, it has come about really. 
Yeah. I, and and I, I think I mean you're 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 a child of the '90s. I mean you you kind of know how the how the old way of things were as well yeah. before yeah. everything. I think it's like around uh, I want to say 2000, like five and six things started turning into this. So yeah. you kind of know know how the old way of things is, and you kind of appreciate how things are now. And it just, I don't know about you, but it just fucking blows my mind. Like, I, I mean, it, it's like, wow, if you want to, if you want to edit something, there's an app for that. Like anything you want to do, there's an app for that. Yeah, and, it was. And it really helps like a creative like yourself, like, you know, like mm-hmm. us, a, a creative that like, oh, I want to do this and this. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. I'll download the app and I piece it together and it just comes out looking you know, professional, you don't have to go to school for that. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's there. You create it and put it out and people like it, whatever. But I, I think it's very neat. And especially with filmmaking too, it's like you have a high quality. I mean, you already paid like what? $1,200 for your iPhone that can shoot in 4k. Like, why are you going to go get all this equipment when you can get an iPhone that shoots in 4k you get a little filmmaking kit, a stable cam, and all this, all these lenses you can attach to your fucking phone for like what two, three hundred dollars, and there you go. That you got the setup. You could, and it just, yeah. It, it it just amazes me. Like, wow, how how is you know things not like more more filmmakers coming out of this? It's just it's insane to me to know this. <laughs> it's like wow, this is crazy. Yeah, no, definitely with the recording stuff. You know, like I said, like I was going to, to studios because at that when I was like 15, 16, uh, the whole recording process seemed like it was in a transitional phase where you had these studios that you could go to and record. But then you would hear about this guy that has a computer at his house and he's recording all of his own stuff. And it's like, whoa, what? It's like he can do that. All he needs is a computer. And then it's like, oh, there's this box that you hook up to the computer and then you can plug your instruments into it. And then that yeah. you know, you <laughs> software and it's like software. So for me, it was like, you know, one day people had to start a band. You had to have five guys, two guys are playing guitar, then a drummer, bass player, singer. Then you all have to get together and write these songs, practice the songs, rehearse, go to the studio, record the songs, go to a, a venue and play live together. You got to worry about people showing up on time and, oh, I have an idea for this merch design. What do you think? And then four people agree. One guy doesn't want it. So then we're not doing that. Then there's, it's, it was a mess. It was always a mess. And then it was like, in the blink of an eye, it seemed like everybody had laptops and then they're making beats on their computer and then they have, <laughs> they have some $20 microphone and then they're, they're rapping over this beat and then uploading it to, I mean, anybody now can get their music on, yeah. within, within reason, can get their music on Apple Music or SoundCloud Pandora. I mean, there are free distributors that you can you can upload your music to, and they'll literally distribute your music to over 200 platforms. That's what I did with my EP, and that's what I'll end up Damn. doing with my yeah with my new album. I swear to God, they're on they're on sites <laughs> and on platforms that I've never heard of. Some of, <laughs> some of them are exclusive to China. I, I mean, it's it's crazy, and but then they're on all the ones that we have heard of too: Google Music and Apple Music and SoundCloud and Pandora and Spotify and. It's just, it's wild. And with, with movies, I mean, 
you, you would think that there would be more people making movies, but there's there's the whole thing where I think people's attention spans have changed a little bit. Yeah, so I think I think this a big part of this generation's movies or homemade videos are really the reels that we see on Facebook. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a five five instead of doing an hour and a half movie, homemade movie, it's easy to go like this take selfie and there's a five second video on facebook now you just got yes. th- thousands of likes on it and you did minimal effort <laughs> but that's, that's kind of that kind of scary uh, that's kind of scary though that i mean you, you're right it, it's it's the attention spans now like mm-hmm. it, it really I, I i think it it holds up creativity quite a bit it's like these these next generation of kids you know coming up they're not gonna you know think that you know an hour long is like gonna you know be doable then like ah someone will lose it uh attention you know loser loser uh focus on it yeah go ahead yeah i was gonna say i think you have to get them right off the bat too that's you do yeah, that's why when we started this this interview, the first the first the first thing I said was, "Oh, we're going hard in the paint." Because I knew, because I knew, because I knew it was kind of silly. And then I thought people would be like, "Oh, what are they going to say?" What? And then, What's going to happen? And then hope, hopefully, it ends up getting a couple extra views for you. But that's just what I thought, and keeping it interesting and sequence and segue. And, okay, terrifier. Uh, yeah. And this and that, and the but, next thing. So we have to keep changing it up and yeah but in you know it's funny as i think that like uh like in our in our age group you know uh well in your age group and, and mine i and mostly mine is is really tuning into stuff like this they want to hear uh conversation but you're right like the younger generation whoa what are they gonna say you know uh, <laughs> and it's like yeah. You know, we're we're just having a, a idle conversation about different things, and and I I want you to be able to you know get that stuff out because there are people that you know listen to this, and I I appreciate it because I think I sound like a jackass half the fucking time uh, talk, but uh no I I I think you're right though I it, that's kind of it, that's kind of alarming I think because really and truly if you really listen to half the people that that talk there's some valid points that are being made and, and, you know, you get informed, I guess you should say, or I could say, you know what I mean? You know, you get informed by different things and and get to know what's going on in someone's head or, or see what's going on in, you know, in their world around them. So I I think very important. I, I, I really do. And I listen to a lot of shit. I'm telling you, I listen to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, you can go in so many different directions too. It's like, you, you could start. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. And it, I mean, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty exciting for you guys to have a platform like this, where you can reach all of these different people that have, have a common interest, but don't, don't always have the same views, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, and, and that's the thing I think like people want shock and awe, you know, I think that's why, you know, Donald Trump did so well. He, you know, he's, <laughs> You know, he just came out and he's like, yeah. it's fake news. Okay. <laughs> fake news. Don't listen to that. What is your name? You're with CNN fake news. Okay. We're going to move on to this next person. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I think like, there's something to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just draws people in when you hear him talk. He's like, 
Who's he going to insult next? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rosie O'Donnell's a fat pig. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? <laughs> what did he just say? Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping somebody's sticking around right now because they want to see. <laughs> they want to see what we have to say. <laughs> uh, you know, um, they might or they might not, but that that's fine with me. Um, like I told you in the beginning, the reason I do this, it's not. It's not to get any kind of cloud or anything. It's it's uh, it's it's my pastime. I enjoy it. Mm. I love doing it, and I love to hear uh, people's stories. And I am glad you decided to do this uh, and come on and talk to me about your projects and and seeing how you you're doing these days. And and I, I'm I'm just honored that you decided to do it. <laughs> so I mean, that's all I can say, man. No, I appreciate you having having me on. Um, you know, I've been out of out of the public view for a little bit, so I'm hoping somebody tunes in for oh, your but, sake. You know, I hope I bring uh, some attention to it. But. Uh, it I, I I actually want it more for you. <laughs> who cares? Well, I appreciate, who cares? I, appreciate I, it. I, I want I want people to to see what you're doing. I want to shine a light back on it, and um, I I really think you got some stuff going on that's really cool. Um, of course I'll be sharing links about all this stuff, but, um, yeah, well, I, I know it's been about an hour or so, but I mean, if you want to hang, hang back a little bit after we end this episode, we'll talk a little bit more, <laughs> but, uh, again, Anthony Camino, thank you so much, uh, for coming on, uh, check out all your stuff. Um, anybody that's listening, you know, keep an eye out and, and check out the campaigns. If you want to contribute and see what they got in store for you, uh, Batman, the killing joke course flower city butcher they're working on that pretty hard the uh what's a uh, I, I don't think i caught the friday the 13th uh fan f what is that titled blood loss blood loss okay yeah, yeah. so friday the 13th blood loss uh check that out when that hits uh when is that campaign is that campaign kicked off already or is it i, I think i saw an advertisement for it but i don't know if it kicked off what, what's going on right now i guess people should go check out um <clears throat> nothing yet the the okay the one that we'll probably work on first is blood loss with uh okay. halloween forever kind of tied into it so okay halloween, slash halloween forever. sorry i forgot yeah. about that <laughs> yeah and then we'll we'll segue into uh the flower city butcher so people can jump on that too hell yeah well i um there you, you heard it first people so uh it's an exclusive yeah. <laughs> <An> exclusive <laughs> on pro talks <laughs> you could have done better no <laughs> now uh again man i appreciate it and everybody stay tuned uh and actually follow anthony camino i, I think you're on facebook you're I, I think you're like me you're like everywhere <laughs> so i think you're on instagram and all that stuff too or um, I was, I got rid of all that stuff. So, oh, you uh, did? <laughs> yeah, but but I got rid of all that a long time ago. Oh, you um, did? Yeah, back way before I ever announced any movies, I was doing Joker thing on Instagram, and I was I was friends with all these different uh, Joker fan pages, and I had all these really weird people sending me. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> they wanted they wanted they wanted. I mean, they they really wanted to be friends, but they were sending me the weirdest. <laughs> messages you know this person died and that person died and what do i do and i wouldn't you know they, they told me 
just trying to make a movie, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they told me that this doctor died one time. They were like, you uh -huh. know, doctor, doctor such and such died. And I was like, I was like, what? I was like, that's crazy. And I called this hospital and I was like, um, I was like, is doctor so-and-so there? They're like, yeah, he's right here. Uh, like, oh, this is getting weird. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of weird stuff. But um, Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was the exit stage left from my Instagram. Exit <laughs> <laughs> stage left, even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I stopped doing it. And I mean, at that point, I had the long green hair and everything, too. I was 80 pounds lighter. This was a couple of years ago. It was just a different time. <laughs> I got it you. Was a, yeah, there's a lot of fake news. <laughs> fake news. It's all fake. <laughs> Don't listen to. Uh, I'm, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> all right, you're on Facebook. Follow Anthony Camino on Facebook. Uh, you have groups for your different uh, movies that you are a part of. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm going to show this real quick. The the Batman, uh, the Killing Joke. Whoa. So, I mean, is that old? <laughs> Sorry, I, I grabbed what I could. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But, um, all, new, all new stuff coming. All new stuff coming, and uh, I look forward to it. And you know what? Uh, I tell this to everybody, but I mean it. I mean, uh, doors open, man. I mean, if you were like, hey, I'm trying to get this out, uh, more than welcome to come back on the show uh, and, and talk about it and just hit me up. So, Yeah, I can't wait to be back. I, I mean, I had a good time. Well, I hope you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, everybody, Anthony Camino, check him out.